following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. Today is February the 3rd, 2024. Call us in the studio while we're live at 901-535-9732. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan originator, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic, feeling like you missed the boat buying a home, top tips for finding and financing a home in 2024. And we want to thank uh, thank you to real estate attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm in Memphis for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. When you're ready to buy a home or refinance one, Call attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman, 901-752-1133 to take care of your title closing. Today we're going to be sharing some stories with you uh, about people who thought they missed the boat, but they didn't. And you haven't either, so stay tuned. Uh, we've got back in the studio, realtor Pat Goldstein of Cry Like Realtors. Pat has almost 40 years experience in the West Tennessee, North Mississippi real estate markets. She was voted Realtor Associate of the Year from Memphis Area Association of Realtors. She's earned many other designations. Pat, people in our networking groups call you the gold standard in real estate, and you certainly are. Take a moment, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, Joe, thank you very much. I am actually getting getting to the point where it's, more than 40 years now oh. can you believe that <laughs> that's unbelievable well, 40 this year and I feel like I've been doing this forever and over the years I've learned a lot every day you learn something new. every day I learn something new so 40 years of learning something every day I have a lot to help my clients with yes you do for buying and selling and how do we contact you you can reach me at 901-606-2000 well, you know, Pat, most listeners know that I've served as a mortgage loan officer, a loan originator for over 30 years, not quite 40, but 30 years. And the list You're much younger than me, <laughs> <laughs> the list of Hall of Fame mortgage clients really seems endless. And today we're talking about missing the boat, <coughs> buying a home. But the story of Rainy Rendell, not her real name. It happens, too, when you think you've missed the boat, but a better one comes along later. So I want to just share this quick story about this client. Rainy Rendell misses the boat, but did she? Rainy felt like she was missing the boat on everything. She missed an opportunity at a better-paying job because she waited too late to apply. She won a free trip to the Caribbean island, but when she tried to cash it in, she discovered the offer had expired. Now she had her heart set on buying a cute little house that was finally on the market in her neighborhood. Rainy had been renting for most of her adult life, and she felt like she was just throwing money away and nothing there to show for it. Every day when she drove to work, she saw that little house with an unusual style, and she would say to herself, if that house ever goes up for sale, I'm going to buy it. That's the house for me. Well, one day, the little house did go up for sale, and Rainy called her realtor to set a time to go look at, look at it. Her realtor sent Rainy to me to get her mortgage pre-qualification letter and talk with Rainy about mortgage terms. Well, once Rainy uh, had the mortgage letter, she went with her realtor to check out this little house. 
there was some rotted wood and that would need to be replaced and the roof looked like oops it was going to need to be replaced soon too which is not a cheap uh repair but there were other people viewing the house and, and even with the expensive maintenance needed on the house rainy made her offer that very night well the next day the realtor told her she said rainy i'm sorry but the seller took a different offer they didn't take your offer this appointment was just, it just dampened the whole day for Rainey. She looked at other houses, but she felt she had missed the boat buying the house that she really wanted. But did she really miss the boat? A month or so later, a couple months later, her realtor called Rainey to tell her that the deal on the house that she really wanted had fallen through with the other buyers. They had something come up, and they just decided they didn't want to buy the house. Well, when Rainey called me to make sure that her mortgage pre-qualification was still good, I was able to tell Rainey the good news, that mortgage rates had dropped a lot since the last time we talked, and her payment was going to be over $200 a month less than what it was going to be had she bought that house a couple of months earlier. Uh, here's another good one. Other good news was the realtor told Rainey, she said, well, you know, the other buyers that were trying to buy the house, they had really pushed hard and got the sellers to make those repairs. They had made, they replaced the rotted wood, replaced the roof. So now Rainey, two months later, she's got $200 better on the payment, got the house she wanted, and the repairs were already done. So did she really miss the boat? No. And if you're out there and you're kind of thinking, this sounds like my story, you probably have not missed the boat either. So it is February 2024, and mortgage rates have plummeted since back in October 2023. Call me after this show, and let's, let's explore new mortgage terms and possibilities for you. Connect with me. You can call me, text me. It's easy. 901-482-0354, or just go to J.O. Garner, and you'll find ways to connect. We can find the right mortgage program for you. And I can make the process easy. But, Pat, you've made the process easy for people buying homes. You're a realtor with Cry Like Realtors. You've been, you work in West Tennessee, North Mississippi. And you've, like you said, you've got 40 years now preventing home buyers <laughs> and sellers from missing the boat <laughs> with their real estate transaction, transactions. Share with us some of your real estate wisdom. Well, one of the things is you've got to have your financing in line. You've got to be ready because if you're not, it's not going to happen. And I had that recently where some people missed the boat. I had a house listed. They came to me and they said, we really love this house. And they wanted to make an offer on it, but they didn't have a pre-approval letter mm -hmm. or even a pre-qualification letter. And they said, oh, but we have the money. And I said, well, I know that. I, I believe you, but the seller doesn't know you to them. You're just a name on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. So you've got to get that done. Well, they went to get it done. They kind of procrastinated. They missed the boat. <laughs> Somebody else came along and made an <laughs> offer. And it was accepted. So fast forward, that one fell through. Oh, yeah, just like this lady's story. Just like that lady's story. This one fell through for a different reason the man had a heart attack oh no i mean it's sad i'm sorry that it fell through for that reason mm -hmm. but he couldn't buy the house and the people who originally wanted it in the meantime had learned their lesson they had gone to a lender made a loan application 
and they were ready to go. They had a great credit score. Mm -hmm. There was no reason for them to procrastinate. Right. They just had procrastinated, but now they've learned their lesson. They get a second chance at the house they really wanted. Exactly. And (coughs) it's under contract. They're going to be closing in a couple of weeks. Wow. So you don't have to miss the boat. Even if you miss it, you can jump back on. Well, I think that's a great story, and it may not be the same house. Sometimes I've had it happen where they found a better house. And that happens frequently Mm -hmm. where they are so sad because they missed the house they wanted. Either there were multiple offers and they didn't get it, or they couldn't come to terms with the seller, or multitudes of other reasons. Something happens to sidetrack them. Mm -hmm. But then they find a house... And are going, I'm so glad we didn't get that other house. Yes, yes. Because this one suits us so much better. Right. That's not always the case. Right. But it does happen. Well, you're right about pre-qualification versus pre-approval. And let's talk about the difference there. A pre-qualification is where the customer calls me, the mortgage officer, and uh, they tell me, this is my income. I've worked here for, uh, you know, a couple of years. And uh, it's fixed, you know, it's... I get a W-2, they take out taxes, it's guaranteed. They tell me how much money's in the bank, I pull their credit, and based on what they've told me, and based on the credit report that I see, based on the terms of the house they say they want to buy, I give them a pre-qualification letter because our mortgage software says, hey, we really like this person, it gives me an approved eligible. And that's really great, it's better than nothing, (laughs) but it still leaves a lot up for grabs because you don't know what they've told that's right. You is true. That's right. So what we do, and I, I, I do it right then. I say, if you will send me your income, and I'll tell them exactly what to send me, income documents, asset documents, we'll have an underwriter underwrite this whole thing and give you a much stronger pre-approval letter that says not only have we looked at credit, but we've verified your income, we've verified your assets, we're still getting an approved eligible, and an underwriter has signed off on it. That's what a seller would prefer to see. A much stronger letter. Yeah, that's like the difference between night and day. Mm-hmm. Right. So, very good point that you made there in the fact that um, we're and we're going to be covering more of this today. We're talking about feeling like you missed the boat buying a home. Top tips for finding and financing a home in 2024. We're going to share some stories with you of people who thought they missed the boat but didn't, and how you can line yourself up to find the house and finance it, the one that you want. I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your journey. Connect with me for your home purchase or cash out refinance wherever you are in the country, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. We have Pat Goldstein in the house. She's a realtor with Cry Light, North Mississippi, West Tennessee. How do we contact you, Pat? You can find me at 901-606-2000. We'll see you guys back. In just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Real Estate Mortgage Shop provides general information, not an offer to lend. Joe Garner Talk Shop Real Estate Mortgage Shop does not endorse 100% of the information covered on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Consult with your certified advisors before acting on any information given on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Joe Garner is a licensed mortgage loan officer in MLS 757308, equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Susan David of webandstorymedic.com in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. 
All right, a little Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. With all three of us sitting here lip syncing the words. <laughs> I love that song. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your home buying journey, refinance journey. We'll find the exact right loan product for you, and I will make the mortgage process easy, and it's easy to get started. All you have to do is call me, 901-482-0354. We've got Pat Goldstein in the house, and Pat is a realtor with Cry Like. She works in West Tennessee, North Mississippi. How do we contact you, Pat? You can call me at 901-606-2000. Feeling like you missed the boat buying a home? Top tips today for finding and financing a home in 2024. And before we jump into that, we're going to do something we like to do, our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And it is sponsored by Mike Ackerman, Home Inspector with National Property Inspections. Before you buy, call Mike Ackerman at NPI. National Property Inspections, 901-674-6868. Mike is giving away a $50 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer, call us in the studio at 901-535-9732. That's 901-535-9732. 9732. And I believe, Pat Goldstein, you have our question and some hints. I do, but first let me just say, Mike does an incredible, thorough inspection. I love it. I love it. Love it. He's a good guy, and he, he does, he's not an alarmist either. <laughs> no, but he's, he's thorough and he's honest. Yes. Okay, question. What was the name of the person who built the Memphis Queen 3? And the Island Queen Riverboats in Memphis. Hmm. You want a hint? Yes. Okay. Memphis Riverboats, formerly the Memphis Queen Line, was a family business. Then this boat builder designed and built a tug in his own backyard. (laughs) Now that's a home-based business. Yes. (laughs) He went on to bigger and better when he designed the 65-foot yacht Lorac with a dream of sailing around the world. Meanwhile, this boat builder decided that the backyard was ready for an even larger boat. (laughs) This time, he designed and built the 300-passenger Memphis Queen 3, which was completed in 1978. The current fleet was not quite satisfying enough, and with Mud Island, Island, a Mississippi River theme park, in the works, the Island Queen was born. Construction began again in the backyard on the Island Queen, a 300-passenger triple-decked sternwheeler, which was completed in 1984. What was the name of the person who built these riverboats in his backyard? And I, 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 that's it's going to be a person, a name. But I, like you said when we were on break, how in the world did he get it out of his backyard down to the river? <laughs> that's another. That's another day. But who is the person who built those boats in his backyard? All right, nine zero one five three five nine seven three two. While we're waiting on our callers, uh, Pat, you left off talking about the importance of a pre qualification, a pre approval letter versus just a simple pre qualification letter. Being prepared and ready when you go buy your home, but um, 
if someone thinks they missed the boat buying a house two years ago or a year ago, what advice do you have to give them for buying in today's market? What's some more advice that you have? Okay, well, aside from having your pre-approval letter ready to go, there are a lot of things. Number one, check your savings. Make sure you've got enough savings for your down payment, Mm -hmm. your closing costs if that's needed, and some extra money because the bank that's loaning you the money does not want to see you completely wiped out with your your down payment and closing costs. So they actually require you to have some extra money in the bank so you can make your first couple of months payment. And move. Cost to move, move right? <laughs> and take care of any problems that might come up right at the very beginning. Good point. Good point. So savings. Mm-hmm. Make sure your credit is impeccable. The higher your credit score, the lower your interest rate. Yes, So just think, build up the credit score so you can keep your payment down. Right. And how do you do that? Pay your bills. On time. On time. Keep your credit card balances. Use The use on those show that you're using less than 30% of your credit lines on each card. Right. And do not go out and just pay everything off. Right. Talk with your lender. Joe can tell you what to pay off and what to not pay off, or how far down to pay something. For some reason, when you go wipe out all of your debt, they don't like that either. Because there's no money in the bank. (laughs) But you had another one one time. You talked about the list of priorities of what you want in a house and a list of priorities of what you don't want in a house to give to your realtor. And that's just as important. The things that are important, and and I ask people to make a list of your must-haves, the things that you will not buy a house if they don't have it, the things that you would like to have if you can get them, and the things that you absolutely will not live with. Maybe there's some things that you don't like, but you can live with them. You can fix them, change them. Mm -hmm. But the must-haves and the must-not-haves are so important. So make that list. Mm -hmm. And if there's more than one of you, then you each make a list, but don't make it together. Make it separately. Really? And then put your list together and compare. And somebody might say, well, I really want this. And somebody else can say, you get that, and we're not living together. <laughs> <laughs> so so you want to make your list separately. Before you go out looking for houses. Yeah, because you, you'll feel more free to put things down that you want and don't want if you're not agreeing with someone else at the same time you know and another thing and you've done this very well too and so have some other agents too but if there's something you really want but you just can't afford to get that like I had one lady one time she had a uh, she was an artist and she wanted a studio where she could just be away from everything and have all of her work up there uh, in her studio so but they couldn't afford to buy a house that had a separate studio out in the backyard <clears throat> but they bought a house that had an unfinished area above the garage. So mm-hmm. they said, okay, we can afford this house. We can af- that we can enjoy making the payment. It's not going to restrict us on life. But later, we will finish out the upstairs and have the studio. So that's what they did. But they were yeah. able to keep uh, their their payment affordable and know that eventually they'd be able to finish out that area to give her that studio that she wanted. And there are a lot of things that you can (coughs) 
make do with until you can have what you really want. Mm -hmm. Very few people get what they really want the first time around. Some do, Mm -hmm. but most people work their way up. Mm -hmm. And we, you and I are working with a client. We worked with a client a few years ago that (coughs) he bought a step-up house. You know, he he was pretty handy, so he improved it quite a bit. Now he's going to eventually sell that house, and he's going to move into the house that he really wanted his dream house but he had he did it right he started small and then built up and and we just had one of those he bought a house in colonial acres and he fixed it up and then i sold it and he bought a house in bartlett Mm -hmm. that was exactly what he wanted right right yeah those are the examples of how people can not miss the boat when they want to buy a house um not miss the boat. They may think they missed the boat, but you have not missed the boat. So I want you to rest assured that over the course of time, we were looking at the stats the other day, and uh, home values have gone up since 1967, I think, when they started tracking it. Home values have gone up in the United States over 800%. We've had a couple of years here and there where they dipped, but the overall trajectory of home values have been up. So it's a good it's a good investment. Yeah, they were actually going up at eighteen percent per year for almost ten years, where the average is like one and a half to three percent. I tell you, it's good. Uh, you, you haven't missed the boat. We're going to share some more tips with you. We're going to share some stories of people of how to avoid some problems and how to get some bragging rights. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We have Pat Goldstein, a realtor in the house with Cry Like. How do we contact you? 901-606-2000. All right. We're talking about feeling like you missed the boat buying a home. Top tips for finding and financing a home in 24. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. I'm Troy McDonald. And I'm Lynn McDonald. With the the Aaron McDonald Insurance Insurance Agency. Agency. From Memphis, Tennessee. And you're listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your home buying or your refinancing journey, and it's easy to get started. You can text, call me at 901-482-0354, and you can also connect at jogarner.com. In the co-host chair, we have Pat Goldstein, who is a realtor with Cry Like in uh, North Mississippi and West Tennessee. How do we contact you, Pat? You can call me at 901-606-2000. We're talking about feeling like you missed the boat buying a home. Top tips for finding and financing a home in 2024. We have a winner of our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And who do we have on the line? Uh, William Hill. Oh, William Hill, congratulations on winning our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. So who was the person who built in their backyard those uh, those ships, I mean those uh, boats down there at the, at the Mud Island? It was uh, Tom Meanly Jr. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Tom Meanly, yes. And I don't know how he got those 300 uh, passenger boats that he built in his backyard down to the river. Do you know? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't know how in the world he would have gotten well, us down I, there. I believe what I'd read up on him before a lot. Of, I'm a retired sailor, so I know all about uh, 
Oh, wow. about the ocean, and I was learning about the riverboats. Uh-huh. Because uh, my passion is the water. Sure. But uh, uh, I believe he had a farm that wasn't too far from from the waterway. Okay, so that would explain how he could so get he just that down floated there. them down there. Or he got them there he somehow. Would, he would already pretty much be there. That's why he could build a nice size one. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he had his own dry dock, and he would flood it to pull the boats out. That's amazing. William Hill, we congratulate you for winning our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Mike Ackerman with NPI, National Property Inspections, is going to send you a $50 gift card because you are a winner. And thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hang on. I mean, stay tuned, and um, we're going to get you that that, uh, credit card. It's a little gift card for 50 bucks, and you'll get it in the mail. All right, so we're talking about, with Pat Goldstein, we're talking about feeling like you missed the boat buying a home. Well, you haven't missed the boat, and there's some things that you need to do, as Pat had pointed out earlier in the show, to get ready so that you can get the house you want for the terms that are comfortable for you. Now, I've got two tips. Number one is know what you want and what you can afford. Personally, you need to know, do you really want to buy a home? Are you tired of wasting money on rent? Are you ready for the money you spend each month to help you build your own wealth? Do you need more living space? I mean, do you really want to buy a home? Number two, what is the maximum house payment that you can comfortably afford on a house? Can you restructure some debt to make more breathing room so that you can afford the house payment on the house that you want to buy? Can you make a list of products and services to to get bargains on them or substitute them for something else, barter things so that you can make room for the house note so you can buy the house that you want? These are the kind of questions that you ask yourself. How much do you need to keep in your emergency fund? So after, like Pat said earlier, after you pay for your closing cost, if you if you have to pay closing, there's some zero down stuff. But if you did have to, how much money do you need to leave in the bank for a rainy day? Well, a lot of the financial advisors online and check with your own financial advisor, but they suggest that you keep three to six months of living expenses as an emergency fund. Some say you need a whole year if you're self-employed of, of living expenses, you know, and some people used to say, Joe, that's just, that's too much. Well, then the pandemic hit, and they're like, oh, that's why we need a whole year of expenses if we're self-employed. How does your credit look? You can go to annualcreditreport.com once a year, and for a while it's been more than once a year, but annualcreditreport.com, you can check your credit for free. It will not hurt your credit score. You can check all three credit bureaus. You can check for errors. Is there somebody else's credit on there? You can see how much you're paying, um, how much you're borrowing on your credit cards. And what you want to try to do is uh, make your payments on time, like we said earlier. Don't get too many people pulling credit on on doing inquiries on your credit. Watch out for 12 months same as cash. Man, those things are so attractive. If if they come on and say, hey, you don't have to make a payment till next year, <laughs> Those will kill your credit score, and they'll hurt your debt ratio if you're trying to buy a home and getting getting a mortgage. And that's because they show up just like a loan. A maxed-out credit card. They show up like a brand-new maxed-out credit card. It can take 60 to 100 points sometimes, depending on what your other credit looks like. So if, if you're going to do that, make sure you don't do that until after you close on your home. 
like if you're going to buy furniture, just don't do it until after you've closed and dispersed on your loan. All right, so the other thing is um, income to debt ratios. What's comfortable for you? Now, most loan programs want you to stay, they don't want your house note and all of your other minimum required payments on your other debt to go over 45% of your income. Well, you may have a lot tighter, you may want to have your debt ratio a lot lower than that. I will tell you that some mortgage software will allow you to get debt ratios up to 55%, but I don't know anybody who's raising their hand saying, I want my debt to be 55%. You, I mean, you'd be pretty much married, handcuffed to the house. So these are the kind of things that you want to consider. And a good mortgage officer, I would love to sit down with you on that, um, can help you kind of sort through that. We can look and see what's your house payment going to be if you buy this house, what will your house payment be if you buy that house, if you use this program versus that program. Down payment assistance would allow you to leave more emergency funds in your, in your bank. But these are the kind of considerations if you're looking at what is comfortable for you. But now here's my second tip. My second tip is how do you look best to the underwriters on a mortgage so that you can get your mortgage approved. So here's my tips for that. Very similarly, we're looking at assets. The most important, the most, the highest priority on these underwriting software programs is having money that you put down on the house. The more money you put down on the house, the less risky you are, and having more money left in the bank. So as Pat said earlier, don't run off and before you go see your mortgage officer and just pay off all your debt because the income to debt ratio, even though it's important, it is not as important as showing more reserves, more money left in that savings account. So go see your mortgage officer first, and I would love to be that person that you talk to. Uh, credit, as we talked earlier, credit is the second most highest priority. Getting your credit scores the highest will help you to pay less on your mortgage. It'll help you pay less on buying a car, too. That's How just the way it works. How long does that take, Joe, if you're trying to get your credit score up? It depends on what you're trying to fix. If you have good credit and you just have a lot of high balances on your credit cards, like you've got maxed out credit cards, if you can pay those credit card balances down to show that you're using less than 30% of your credit limits on each one, it usually takes about 30 days because credit card companies report to the bureaus once yeah, a month. that's pretty quick. Pretty quick. There's some other ways that if you need to jumpstart those, we can help. Uh, it's not a guaranteed, of course. Nothing's guaranteed with credit. But there are ways that we can help somebody who has no credit to get a credit score really fast. Um, those are the kind of things you want to talk to your mortgage officer about. And I am that person. You can call me at 901-482-0354. The third component of making you look good on a mortgage approval is good, solid, stable income. Mortgage underwriters want to see that the income is adequate and stable, and most lo loan programs, of course, most of them want to keep that debt ratio at 45%, and as I said earlier, they'd go higher. Uh, you may not want to go higher personally. Um Watch out, though, if you receive a 1099 instead of a W-2, in other words, you, you work under that, that employer, but they don't take out taxes, they just, they pay you like a subcontractor. You are self-employed. You really need, and ideally, to have a two-year uh, history 
of showing that income on your tax returns, and they're going to use net income after you've deducted your expenses. And if you're self-employed or commission-only, you need a history of this income for about two years, ideally. Now, uh, when you're in the loan process, don't change the way you are paid from your job. While you're in the loan process, don't switch from being a W-2 where they take out taxes and all that and switch over to a 1099. What about switching money from one bank to another because you're getting a better interest rate? Uh, we call those people Rockefellers. They move their money around. <laughs> don't do that either. <laughs> you don't want to be a Rockefeller. Don't move your money around. If you can help it, keep the money in the bank account that you have and uh, so that it's easy to verify and you don't have to come up with a bunch of documents to track where you've moved stuff. But I want to go back to this 1099 W-2 income, having a two-year history of self-employment. Um, I was, uh, my mortgage team and I were processing Albert Abbott's file. That's not his real name. He was freshly out of the military with a job. He was a new hire. The salary wasn't great, but hey, at least he could qualify for the mortgage to buy the house that he wanted. He was a W-2 where they took out taxes and insurance. As our mortgage team was processing through Albert's mortgage papers, we noticed that in the middle of the loan process, Albert had switched from being a salaried employee where the employer, you know, took out taxes and stuff. He had switched over to a 1099 subcontractor position right in the middle of the loan app. Well, as a 1099 worker, the employer no longer took out taxes, and now Albert was self-employed, and he would have to pay his own taxes and FICA and all that because now he was self-employed. And when I asked Albert about the switch from being an employee to being self-employed, he said, oh, well, I did that, Joe, because I can make a lot more money as a 1099. Well, his eyes bulged out when I informed him that the government mortgage program he wanted, to, he wanted would not allow us to count any of his self-employment income until he had been on that job for two years. Albert decided that... Uh, Less was more, and he arranged with his employer to return him to his employee status, even if he was making less money. At least he'd qualify for his mortgage. So that's a warning to those. Don't change where you work. Don't change how you're paid in the middle of the loan process. But some of my mortgage clients who have been self-employed for two years or more, they still have problems qualifying because they don't show enough net income. Here's what I'm going to say. I specialize in self-employment mortgages i start at the back of the return there are some expenses if you know what the rules are you can add back to income so if you're in that situation give me a call 901-482-0354 we got pat goldstein the realtor in, of cry like in our house her number is 901-606-2000 we've got more for you stay tuned we'll see you guys back in just a moment 600 wrec and 92.1 fm Hi, this is Ed Hill with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. I'm your captain by Grand Funk Railroad. Boy, that takes us back a little bit. Way back. <laughs> We're talking about feeling like you missed the boat buying a home. Top tips for finding and financing a home in 2024. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your home buying or refinancing journey in the Memphis area where we're broadcasting or anywhere in the country. Connect with me at jogarner.com. I can get you in the right 
mortgage product, and I can make that process easy. In the studio, we also have Pat Goldstein. He's a, she's a realtor with Cry Like in West Tennessee, North Mississippi. How do we contact you, Pat? 901-606-2000. We're going to do something we like to do every week. The Real Estate Tip of the Week. Pat, I believe you have a Real Estate Tip of the Week for us. I do, and it's all about repairs. Wow. You know, that's something people don't think about a lot when they buy the house and they're excited, but you've got to go through the home inspection, the appraisal. Sometimes the appraisal has repair requirements on it, and a buyer needs to know what they're comfortable taking care of themselves or what they can afford to take care of themselves. And a seller needs to know what they might have to do. If it's if the repair is listed on an appraisal, it doesn't matter whether the buyer wants it or not. It's got to be done. Right. And you know what those repairs are. Usually. Well, I do, but I don't always see them. Mm-hmm. That they might be something the appraiser finds that I've never seen. But you've caught some. But I have caught some. Help both your buyer and your seller. <laughs> and... You know, that's part of my job is to look and see what a house might need. Mm -hmm. But I'm not an inspector. Mm -hmm. That's why we have inspectors go through and find what needs to be done on a house. Right. So a seller needs to be aware that there may be repairs. And in order to get the deal to close, they might have to do them. Good point. How do we contact you, Pat? 901-606-2000. I've got a mortgage tip. And it's from a a market forecast uh, from Mike Fratitoni. He's the chief consultant over at Mortgage Bankers Association nationally. And he gave his forecast last week on where mortgage rates are headed in 2024. He said if inflation numbers remain low, we can see mortgage rates stay somewhere in the sixes. They may even ease down into the high uh, fives, the high fives. High five. High five. (laughs) He warned, though, that lower rates we are seeing now are luring more people into the home buying market. And since our inventory of homes are still very low, that inventory is still very low, the higher demand from home buyers will, um, with this still restricted supply of homes, is predicted to push home prices up. So he said home prices are going up. So will you really win by waiting? Competition is projected to be stiffer and less help for home buyers from the uh, sellers and lenders on paying their closing costs. So let's explore the best mortgage program that will give you some bragging rights right now before the spring crush of uh, home buyers run out and start trying to make offers on houses. If the more people are out there, the more you're competing, the higher price uh, you're going to pay that's the forecast yeah a few years ago we went from maybe a couple to 20 30 offers on every house that was on the market well now i'm still seeing multiple offers not as many right but it doesn't matter if you're competing with someone else your chances of getting it go down i can make that process easy on the mortgage side connect with me at jogarner.com we have some announcements, Pat. We want to say thank you to some of the people who have helped make Real Estate Mortgage Shop free on the air for everybody else. Oh, let's do. Talk Shop equips with education. They engage by offering connection opportunities between business people and empower businesses 
in a supportive community. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock Central at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, first floor. That's the Clark Tower for those in Memphis. You can go to TalkShop.com. That's Talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Click the Events tab, and you can get into the events online if you wish. Wednesday, February 7th, 2024, 9 o'clock. What property owners need to know about Memphis City Code Enforcement? Anthony Muhammad of the City of Memphis Neighborhood Improvement will be presenting. Talk shop events are free thanks to sponsors like Manny Corliss and Ben Hunter of Independent Planning Group. Manny and Ben are advisors who offer individually individualized planning to help improve your complex financial situations, and they specialize in coordinating with your existing advisors to identify gaps and opportunities contact ben hunter and manny corliss 901-674-7745 thank you to craig jennings and marla rathy of avalon capital they're a private short-term real estate money lender they can help you buy and maybe rehab income producing real estate homes contact avalon capital at 901-417-8400 Seven. Subscribe and you'll get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast and show notes, pictures, the whole thing. You can get those in your inbox every week. Go to jogarner.com to subscribe. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. I've got a couple of quotes here, Pat, from the quote corner. This one's from Jonathan Winters, the comedian. I love this guy. He says, if your ship does not come in, Swim out to meet it. (laughs) Here's another one from Pinterest. If we were on a sinking ship, Pat, and there was only one life jacket, gee whiz, I would sure miss you a whole lot, Pat. You're (laughs) such a good friend, Joe. (laughs) Friends like me, you know, who needs enemies, right? (laughs) But, But you've been listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've been talking about feeling like you missed the boat buying a home. You haven't. Top tips for finding and financing a home in 2024. We would love to be on your journey as a mortgage officer. There are down payment assistance programs. There are zero down programs. There are using OPM, other people's money programs that I can point you to to help you. And Pat, I know that you are have a wealth of knowledge and resources to help them find the right house in West Tennessee or North Mississippi. And get into it. <laughs> yes, and get into it and get that offer accepted. You're amazing with that. And we thank all of our realtors, all of our mortgage officers out there in the marketplace who do your best to help your client. And I want to be on your journey as your mortgage officer, jogarner.com. We've loved hanging out with you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. And next week is going to be another great show. We'll see you back next Saturday.